Hello to all Mrs. Annie's Reading Scholars. I hope this podcast episode finds you with your listening ears on. Today's story is entitled Shared Love. Are you ready? Let's listen. Shared Love by Annette Bentley-Smith. That's me, Mrs. Annie. Do you know what co-parenting means? Some children don't, but in this story, six-year-old Lyric quickly learns what it means. Now that her parents live in separate homes, they must go to court to see whose home Lyric will live in. Follow along with Lyric to learn the meaning of co-parenting and how she deals with it. Lyric peeked through the crack of the courtroom doors. Pow! The gavel came down with a loud thud on the big brown desk. She wondered who she was going home with. She couldn't understand what was going on and what was being said. Six-year-old Lyric sat down on the bench in the hallway of the courthouse with a counselor named Jules. Are you okay, dear? She asked. Lyric nodded her head. Oh, I mean, yes, ma'am. She leaned back on the bench and closed her eyes. Softly, she started singing a song she and her Nana often sang together. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. Lyrics stopped in the middle of the song looked up at the counselor and said, Miss Jules, my sky is gray. I'm sorry, Miss Jules replied. The sun will shine again. Like it used to when Daddy and Mama were happy? Lyric asked. It won't quite be the same, Miss Jules responded. Let's go across the street to the park, she suggested. Ms. Jules stood up and walked toward the front doors. Lyric opened the door to the courtroom slightly. She saw her daddy sitting on the left side of the courtroom with his daddy and mama. Then she looked to the right and saw her mama sitting with her parents. Neither of her parents looked happy. Tears filled up in her pretty hazel eyes. She wanted to run to them and hug them both. She wanted to reassure them that everything was going to be all right. Ms. Jules looked back just in time to see Lyric put one foot in the door. Daddy, Mama, she called out in a whisper. The 
big, tall, old-looking judge with a head full of gray hair looked up from the papers he was writing on. Both her parents looked back in surprise. A security guard that was standing behind the door knelt and kindly said, You can't be in here, little one. Miss Jules grabbed her by the hand and gently led her outside. Lyric began to cry. It's my fault, she sobbed. Miss Jules and Lyric walked across the street to a park filled with flowers, trees, and families. They saw the perfect tree that offered plenty of shade and sat underneath it. Tears continued to soak Lyric's cheeks. The more she wiped them away, the more they flowed. Ms. Jules handed Lyric a pretty pink handkerchief. Pink was Lyric's favorite color. It's not your fault, love. It's never a child's fault. Please know that, okay? The two of them sat for a while and watched other people around the park. Lyric paid more attention to all the families with their children and pets. They were happy and playing together. Ms. Jules, I used to come to the park with my daddy and mama too. And you still will, Lyric. Just not together, Lyric replied as she laid her head on Miss Jules' lap. Miss Jules brushed the flyaway hairs from Lyric's face and played with the yellow beads that wrapped around her hair puffs as she tried to reassure Lyric that everything would be okay. The two of them dozed off. They were awakened by a voice coming from the steps of the huge courthouse. It was Lyric's daddy. She stood up and waved at him. He motioned for them to come back. Lyric began to tremble. She held Miss Jewel's hand tightly. Who will get me? She asked softly, looking up at Miss Jewel. Your daddy and mama will explain everything to you. Don't worry. Lyric's mama stepped out from inside the courthouse. As Lyric got closer, her mama ran down the steps, knelt and gave Lyric a hug. Her daddy joined in. He was holding a folder filled with papers. Let's go to your favorite place to play, he suggested. Mama too? she asked curiously. Yes. Me too, her mama responded. They thanked Miss Jules for watching Lyric for them and promised to make an appointment for them all to see her soon. There was a lot of to work out. Miss Jules gave Lyric a hug and went back inside the courthouse. What about my grandparents? Are they coming too? No, they went home. You will see them later today.
Lyric's parents had driven separate cars, but for her sake, they decided to ride together to her favorite place to play so they could talk to Lyric. That put a smile on her tear-stained face. She held on to the folder she had taken from her dad. If only I could read them, she said under her breath. Other than the music coming from the radio and her daddy humming, it was somewhat of a quiet ride. No one was talking. Lyric thought about the good times she had with her parents. She also remembered the times that were not so good. Her thoughts were interrupted by the sound of children's laughter as they pulled into the parking lot of the Family Fun Center. Once again, Lyric saw happy parents with their children. They walked inside. A young man stamped their hands. This was to make sure only Lyric's parents could leave with her. They ordered pizza, bought coins for the game machines, then searched for a table that was sort of away from others. Should I tell her or you? Her dad asked suddenly. How about both of us? He replied as she smiled. Lyric was watching other kids play games. Lyric, her dad called out, have you been wondering who you're going to live with? He asked as they walked towards the table they had found. Yes, sir, she responded. Tears filled up in her eyes again. We both get to have you, her parents said together. Huh? She shouted. Her daddy sat her in his lap. It's called co-parenting, her mama explained. That means your dad and I must work together to raise you, although we will be in separate homes. Your daddy will have you one week, then I will have you the next week. On special days like holidays or days you are out of school, we will split them in half. Yes, her daddy responded in agreement. Will I have to go to two schools too? Lyric asked wide-eyed. Her parents laughed. No, her daddy said. You will stay in the same school. We will be taking turns taking you to school. You may even get to ride the school bus. You will have two homes as we work to share our love for you. It won't be easy. Sometimes we might even disagree, but we will do our best to make decisions that are best for you. How do you feel about that, Lyric? Her mama asked. Lyric leaned her head against her daddy's chest. She listened to the rhythm of his heartbeat and drummed her fingers on her, her lap to the beat of it. 
Lyric was almost seven years old. She didn't like expressing her feelings. Many times, she would change the subject to keep from talking about different things. She didn't want to say something that would upset one or both of her parents. She had a habit of saying or doing whatever it took to make them both happy. She hopped off her daddy's lap and ran to play on the games. Give her a moment, suggested her dad. They kept her in their view. After a while, Lyric came back and sat in her daddy's lap again. She ate a couple of more bites of pizza that had gotten cold. Then she sat up tall and proud and said, I want both in one house. I want you both in one house, but I can't have that. Talk to me to know how I'm feeling. Don't make me choose when you're not getting along. How I see you act and hear you talk can affect me. So behave. Her parents smiled. The thought of her telling them to behave was funny, but serious. Sometimes I will feel sad because I don't want to live in two homes, just one. It's not my fault, right? No, 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 her mama exclaimed. She reached over to hold both of Lyric's hands. Don't ever feel that way, okay, love pugs? Lyric loved that name. She continued. Promise me you won't talk bad about each other to me or around me because I love you both. No more fussing, okay? Her parents looked at each other. Lyric wasn't finished. Also, will you help me do activities like singing, dancing, and gymnastics? They make me happy. Princess, her mama began, those are really good suggestions. We can't make promises because sometimes it's not always easy to agree, but we will do our best when we are around you. Maybe your grandparents can help with some of those things you like to do, her daddy suggested. One last thing, daddy and mama, talk to each other. I mean, really talk to each other. Even if it's hard, do it for me. We'll do our best, kiddo, said her daddy. We will be talking to Miss Jules real soon so we can make this as easy as possible for you. Lyric's mama looked at her watch. I have to go to work in a couple of hours. They played a few games together as a family once again, then drove back to the courthouse. Lyric could still remember the sound of the gavel as it came down hard on the judge's desk. Pow! Lyric shuddered at the thought. The 
papers that laid on the armrest didn't bother her as much anymore. She bowed her head and prayed as she had been taught. She asked God to help her and her parents. Her daddy saw her in the rearview mirror and smiled. Her mama looked back and smiled too. Although this is my week, I have to go to work. So why don't you go ahead and take her to see her grandparents? Lyric's mama suggested. That was a positive start to a long road ahead. Days, weeks, months, and years went by. Co-parenting was much easier for Lyric to deal with because her parents made every effort possible to make her wishes come true. Okay, my reading scholars, I want you to remember it's not your fault. Talk about how you feel. Love both your parents. You don't have to choose. Find positive ways to cope. Express your feelings. It's okay to want your parents together. It's all about you. That's all for this episode, my reading scholars. Mrs. Annie will be back soon with another story about co-parenting. Stay tuned. <laughs>